1: Well, good morning, uh, Kathy, and uh, here we are again on Guest Thursday with a continuation of part two with our special guest, uh, Brad and Letitia Hawkins from Golden, Arvada, Westminster, (laughs) Colorado. Uh, They're Colorado natives, which is uh, quite remarkable. Most of us are transplants, and you don't meet many, particularly people that are married to each other, that are uh, Colorado natives. Uh, They shared last time about um, Letitia came to know Christ as a (laughs) three-year-old, Which he actually remembers, which is kind of cool. Uh, must have been meaningful to you. And mm-hmm. uh, grew up in a Christian family. And uh, Brad uh, also was a believer and, and came to know Christ. And uh, they met um, at a uh, church, uh, got married. I have four children 30 years in just a few days, right? Yep. Yeah, uh, around the corner. Yeah, so that's going to mm-hmm. be it's exciting. It's funny,
2: last week, as you guys were sharing, one of the things that I was struck by was both of you coming to a relationship with Christ so young and both of you being from Christian families. And I was just mm-hmm. reminded the other day how um, a lot of times our walks are the ceilings. You know, our ceiling is the floor for our children in their walk with God. Mm-hmm. And so and I think you guys are an example of that, really. It sounds like growing up in the faith that you did, then being able to take that as a launch pad and go forward from there, and that's a beautiful
1: thing. Yeah, yeah, that's really good. Yeah. Um, and then we were uh, we ended last session. We were sharing a little bit about you know learning abiding, how different it, it made your life with God, because you you described it is it's not Bible study, it's walking with the Holy Spirit to have Him reveal things to you, secrets, things that He wants to show you, and um, and how excited you were about that. Tell us. Maybe each of you could tell us how do you, what does that mean? What does that look like specifically with your journal and your processing? How do you would you describe what you do when you say abiding? Remember, abiding is, is relationship, so it's all the time, and we're talking about your time in the Word particularly. How does what does that look like?
3: Go ahead. Go ahead. You go. Thank you. Um, I, uh, I as I mentioned last week, I. When, when I started, I thought journaling just absorbs weight I don't need to write down everything that I'm thinking or you know I don't need to write down my emotions about things and um, and when you're in the business world, a lot of times people will say, gosh, you should journal and um, and from my perspective really in in the business world, I don't see a lot of value in that but in the in my walk with God, I want to keep track of what it is that I'm doing so um, I always start out by dating it, and I went through a period of time where I thought I'm not going to date it. I'm going to see what just continued to go, and then I realized I have no track to go back and figure that out. So that was a <laughs> mistake. Um, but um, so I, I date it, and I just I just start out by saying, you know, Father, what do you what do you have for me today? What what do you want to show me? And uh, and typically, what I'll do is I'll go back and read the day before the or a couple of days before, just to Remind myself of any really kind of interesting little nuances that I wanted to continue studying on Um, And that usually takes me to what I'm doing Um, But I I have this color coding system that really helps me Mm. and So what I do is is any any um, Prayer that I do I, I, I have this, you know, little pen that you switch colors oh, nee, nee. <clears throat> so green I write out my prayers or, or uh, anything that I'm uh, asking questions on mm-hmm. or anything like that black is just my thoughts and my, my conclusions and my understanding of what, what it is that I feel like I'm learning um, if I write it in blue then, I, then that's just a scripture that I'm writing out um, and then if I write it in red I know that I know that I know that God just said something and so, um, and so, what I, what I do is I, I keep track of it that way, so at a glance I can go through and kind of understand what I'm trying to do. But as I go back to it, oftentimes I will um, find some of my black or even some of the blue that, you know, after I see what, what God has just taken me through over multiple days, well, that's what God was saying through this maze of verses and activity, and I'll go through and underline it all in, in red, and then I'll connect the dots to it. And so it's more like a journey or a story of my journal. And I know it sounds a little complicated and a little confusing, but it's, it's the way that, that God has said, hey, this is how I want you to pay attention. Um, but then uh, something we in a group that I do abiding with, we call it metabiding, um you know and so if you're in the tech world you might understand what that is but it's it's all about going back into the details of the past and seeing what god said and Mm -hmm. seeing what he's saying now in the future and so um when i'm doing the metabiding going back into the details i can see exactly how god worked through that process um Mm -hmm. but that's how i do it
1: yeah and why why is that so much fun for you? Uh, what, what, what about that, that you find it so refreshing to do versus just study, Bible study?
3: You know, um, it's, it's that live thing, you know, that God is real, He's alive, and He's trying to talk to me 24-7, and if I pay attention, I can hear what He's saying. Mm-hmm. And that is, that is such a meaningful thing and and like i told told you last week i have a degree in theology i went to bible school and I, and nothing against the the professors and the people that taught me sure but it was nothing compared to god teaching me every day all oh day. and
2: that's beautiful and
3: it's uh you know i've got my journal here i've got my, i carry my journal in my backpack everywhere i go because he may say something, and I want to keep track of it, and I don't want to lose it, but I don't want to write it down somewhere else because I want it when I'm doing my binding, and and that's that's where it,
1: it becomes the, a minute uh, do by minute. You show the and your journal. Do you have the different colors that you can? Yeah. Just show it. Just show so that people know what you're talking about there. So I mean, not <coughs> any detail, but just.
3: Well, this is a this is a new journal, and I get these from Rich, so. <laughs> They're, they're absolutely wonderful, but you can see here just in this particular case, it, all my Bible verses that yeah. I'm writing out here, and these are my thoughts. Um, you can see I've got some boxes and some underlines and dashes that I'm thinking that it's what God's saying, but I don't want to use my red until I, I've mm. convinced myself that it's completely what God's been saying. Yeah. Um, but you can see here that it's. Uh, this happens to be a long period of time of me just writing down verses and yep. and my my thoughts. Yeah, I understand that. Yep. <clears throat> but I reserve my red for very specific important um, things. Be- just because I don't want to uh, think that God's saying something, I want to know that God's saying yep. something.
1: And what would you say is the um the significance and the importance of actually doing it in journaling? Because you could do the same thing, you know, kind of intellectually, but journaling, there's a difference. What what would you say? Particularly because you approach it, which a lot of people do, is like, eh, I don't need to do this. Uh, but then when you start doing it, you understand something. What, what do you see as the value of it?
3: Um, you know, I have, I don't know, a bunch of these books. Um, I, I don't even know how many at this point. It, it's like this much on my bookshelf that I just keep looking at and going back to. And when I go back to it, I, I read through some of the things that God taught me through those things that I have completely forgotten. And I used to think, I have a great memory. I remember all kinds of stuff that, that I don't. I, I don't need to write that down. I'll never forget that. And, you know, three weeks later, I don't have a clue what that was. Right, right. <laughs> and, and so as I, as I go through my journaling, I realize when I'm writing it out, it really comes out of my heart in a way that doesn't, if I'm just thinking about it, it's different than when I'm writing it out. And when I write it out, it, it's like chiseling it into, into my heart. Yeah. Um, but it also gives me an ability to go back to. Now, one of the that I keep... Kind of dreaming about is uh, when I die <laughs> my kids have an opportunity to go back and really walk through this history that I have gone through and understand the journeys that that our family has gone through and, and be able to see how God stepped in in paths uh-huh. that um, they may not they may have heard us talk about but they may not have really understood the depths of the heart that God has done something Right. Particularly when you write,
1: I, I, I can't believe what my kid did here.
3: <laughs> and
1: that probably will happen. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Well, Leticia, how does that, um, uh, how do you approach it? What does that look like for you? It's always different for every every individual. And uh, and interesting enough, as we discuss, is that, you remember, journaling and, and abiding in the word is individual. They do share it. We'll have them, we'll have them talk about that. but. It's not you don't go study the Bible together. It's your personal time with God. So how does that, what does that look like for you?
4: Um, Kind of the same thing that I start with praying and um, have verses that I'm looking at for a long time. And then um, I do have in the back of my journal a parking lot where I put all the verses that I maybe want to come back to. So if I get to a day and I'm like, I'm not sure what to do, then I'll just flip. To the back yeah. and there's always something to, to be looking at and not really knowing that each other was doing colors I from the very beginning started with I um, love highlighter pins mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so I write in all the same color but then I highlight The Bible verse in yellow, and then it kind of gives me a chance to go back over it, too. Like, I've written it down and then I've highlighted it. Then um, if I have something that's a dictionary word or something that I look up, then I put that in green. Mm -hmm. So if I've done Mm -hmm. more research on a certain word, then I um, highlight that in green. And then if I have a prayer or something about my kids, then I highlight it in orange. And if it's something that the Lord is speaking to me, then I highlight it in blue. So Mm. so I have all my colors. So mine's very colorful because there's lots of of things. But I feel like that helps, too, that I can, when I'm reading back through my journal, I can read different parts. Like if I go to the blue parts or... And then if I don't understand it, then I know, oh, I can go to the green part and yep. look again, and mm-hmm. so. Yeah,
1: beautiful. It, it helps. And, and what is is really
3: uh, fancy, too. It looks yeah. really nice. She's got uh, I'm a little embarrassed to show mine, because it's
1: all chicken scratch. Yeah. So. Yeah, she's got great handwriting. <laughs> <laughs> we can actually read her, although she uh, is private. What, um, Therefore, uh, Leticia, what, what is the significance and the uh, the value of writing out the verse. Because a lot of people do it with, well, I can read it, uh, or I have a computer, um, but they don't spend the time writing the verse out. But there's a very significant uh, impact on that. What do, what do you find by, because you said you write them out and then you highlight them. What's the value of just writing out the verses?
4: Well, I feel like that's what really sets it in. Yeah. That, that's how you, you get it in is that you've written it out you've highlighted it you've um, and then lots of times if it's a verse that really has meant something to me then I write it on a 3 by 5 card yeah. and then it's something to carry around
1: and, get it in your heart, yeah. and
4: it's it definitely all of those steps just help get it in there better
3: well, one of the things that that I I do when I write the verses out is that I'll write out a verse until I have something that I want to remind, if I have an emotion around something or a, you know, a, I need to go dig in here a little bit deeper or whatever it is, I'll put that in parentheses so that I know that, you know, when I go through and read it through again, I want to be able to see what, what it is that jumps out. And so I don't, I, I sometimes I do, but I don't always just write it all the way through. There's a little... Little blurbs of my input into right. that process. Right.
1: Yeah, yeah, and that's the uh, the beauty of uh, writing it. And this happens, you know, to I me. And I, you know, I know verses uh, really well, but when you write them out, you start to see all the words of it and all that. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at this, you know, or you see a word repeated. Huh, that's interesting, you know. And mm-hmm. so it just it just pops things out for you, right. Um, right? And then you go deeper with them, and you can't really do that if you just read it. So writing them out is, you know, is really critical, and I know you guys enjoy that. Um, well, as you've grown in this, um, you have also learned to process and discern God's will. Uh, talk about that, how you've approached it, and you know, maybe an example or two of having to work through something that eh, you could have figured it out yourself, but you'd rather you followed God and, and you got an answer. So, how does that, how does that piece of it work for you? Um, you know, as
3: I've as I've gone through this, um, it and and realize I'm partnering with the Holy Spirit that's wanting to talk to me all the time. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I used to say, okay, well, you know, here's my abiding time. I'm writing this down and I'm looking for a verse that might reveal part of truth or w- whatever it is, and it made me realize, okay, that that's that's one part and. <clears throat> when when I'm putting that question out there to God saying okay you know that that verse man that that answers that question is that you or is, did I just come across that verse and and I don't want to I don't want to say that God told me that until I'm I'm sure and then I go and you know uh, a, a friend of mine in that we do abiding together you know he might say hey I read this verse and it happens to be the same one and there's absolutely no reason in the world that we would be doing the same thing and it's like that that seems pretty clear or you know we're we're talking and say hey we're trying to figure this thing out together and she has something that's a different verse that's very close to you know whatever it is but if it helps me be paying attention my entire life everything that i'm doing instead of just my abiding time yeah and that is um and really, when I get to the place of of feeling like, okay, uh, this is what God is saying, there's this, um, you know, I, I hate to rely on feelings for anything, but but I get this feeling of peace that is just, uh, yes, I, I spoke to you. Um, trust it. And right. just go with it. yeah and and it, it just, that's just kind of a round robin for me to go through that process, so. Yeah.
1: Yeah. and Do you have any uh, examples of when you had uh, a decision you had to make or a problem you had to work through? How did you guys approach that uh, together in terms of seeking seeking God's will and how did you come to an answer?
3: Um, you know we just had a, a big business decision to make. Uh, on one of our businesses we were trying to make a decision if we should invest into something that would really enhance the 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 business and, and my immediate reaction was no it's it's doing great the way it is we're just going to keep it the way it is and, and move forward in it we'll we'll advance it slowly and not take the risk and and um, but I didn't feel easy about that that answer mm-hmm. um, and so Tish and I talked about it we were actually on a trip when this came up um, we were doing some traveling and, and, um, so we were talking about it and her immediate answer was opposite of mine. And I was like, Hmm. Um, and so we just started praying about it and abiding on it and we'd come back and talk. uh,
1: Okay. Right, right there when, um, so you're hearing it and he says, I think, and you have a sense, I'm not sure that's right. How did you, how did you feel about, um, Having that disagreement, and then how did you approach that? That well, I don't really have a the same perspective on that at the moment. How how did you how did you handle that instead of being you know well do whatever you want or um, I got to persuade you that that I'm right. How did how did you how did you approach that?
4: Well, I think because of learning that we need to go to neutral. That if I say something now, I'm not saying it like. I'm saying it that this is something I feel right now, but yeah. I can change. Like right. if, well,
1: well, go. if the this Holy Spirit
4: theory. wants to change, it. then it can change. Um, and I think that's what makes the difference is that it's not me trying to convince him anymore that my opinion is better or him trying to convince me that his side is better. It's being able to say okay this is what i'm thinking this is what i'm thinking but we need the holy spirit to connect that so right. yeah
1: so there. and that's a, with
2: true humility and, and surrender to the holy spirit which is what makes that work it's just right beautiful,
1: right yeah. right and that, and therefore as a couple um there's a safety about that mm-hmm. so that you you've got to be able to do both and that is well you can express that you say i don't really agree with that right um because otherwise well if, I, if, I'm, if it's not safe, even though I don't feel that way, I'm not gonna say so. Uh, but no, I feel safe, um, I can say it, and at the same time, but I'm not saying that that's the answer. Uh, but I am telling you where, where, I, where I am right now, and that's right. the beauty of, and you said it really well, is I just have to be willing to go to neutral. I have, I have a thought, and I have a perspective, and that's my truth, but I have to be willing to go to neutral. So okay, so you started with two differences of opinions, um, how did you approach how did you process that
3: um, you know back before abiding we would be in a place where I would be trying to prove to her that it's right, <laughs> right. Uh, but mm-hmm. even even worse than that sometimes I would just be saying well this is my decision not yours <laughs> <coughs> and that's a nice convenient way right <laughs> and so it, it it never worked well yeah. and, and it,
2: imagine that and,
3: and truthfully it is so refreshing yeah. to work with Tish on it because yeah. she's, she's super wise, she loves hearing what God has to say and I would rather be wrong in my first impression than uh, not doing what God wants mm-hmm. us to do and so, as we go through that process, I'm like, so her, her reaction to me was, was surprising to me, um, but it opened up possibilities in my head that weren't ex- existing right then. Mm. And so then I looked at it and said, okay, God, if you want us to do this, pave a way, show me what, how that could work. And, and I was praying about it, and she said, well, we could do this. And I'm like, yeah, we could. That's really interesting. And so, as we walked through that process, we were just staying in this place of uh, really kind of staying in the place of neutral, not trying to convince anything of of anything, just right. truly wanting to do what God wants us to do. Yeah. and uh, you know i've I've lived the long, long part of my life doing what I think is right. And it's, it, it doesn't work as well as you think it will. No. And so I would much rather just surrender that and say, God, what do you want to do? So that I know, number one, you're going to be glorified. Number two, it will work the way that you want it to work. Aww. And what's important to me is that I don't put my expectation on completion at the end. You know, he, he told us we should do this. I can't think that it's going to work perfectly, and if it didn't, I got it wrong or God's trying to screw us over on something or whatever <laughs> it is, but 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 I've got to look at it as that the entire journey is that maybe he wants us to do this for a different reason than I have in my head. Um, but that has to be submitted to him as well. And so it's really been an interesting process of saying, God, what do you want us to do? And I still surrender the
1: outcome to you. Okay, and so as you process your differences, and you said, eh, I'm not sure about that, what about, and you were willing to process it, because um, you wanted God's will, which the, you've said is, why not? It's best and none better, let's go find that out. Um, how did you come to then a unity of, you know what? This is God's will, and how did you get confirmation of that? In a in a sense, where both of you could say, we now understand God's will. How, how did that come to conclusion?
3: Um, we, went, we went back and forth in multiple conversations. Um, uh, I would take all my abiding and, and I got to the place where um, I saw that yes, God wanted us to do this. And He did it through multiple conversations, but I was very much leaning that way um, and feeling like God has said this and then I went and had a meeting with a non-believer and he ended up saying the same things that my wife was saying <laughs> um, and to me I thought isn't that hilarious yeah. that God's <laughs> using a non-believer to reassure to me that that's the direction that we're supposed to go right and uh, and at, when I was walking away from that meeting, I was downtown Denver, I was walking down the street, I had just this incredible peace and excitement, saying, oh, I can't wait to see what's gonna happen when we do this. Yeah. And so, um, like I said, I, I would never use my emotions or my feelings as part of the decision-making process, but I do use my, my feelings of peace yeah. uh, for a confirmation, that that puts that comes together and I feel good about that yeah if that
1: makes sense yeah. and how, how did you feel about the you know because you were uh, processing with it with a desire to go to neutral it could be the opposite how did you feel when you started to see oh I you know what I think this is got to well.
4: I think I was excited because it's an exciting thing for the company um, but I think all along i didn't i wasn't trying to ever get my way in it, and so it so i was like you do it like i don't want to have it be me or have yeah don't do
1: it because of me yeah
4: because of my because of what i'm trying to put into the situation or whatever so i think i kind of more stepped back just because i knew i'd said what i was gonna say and i can keep praying about it and keep and if god wants to change my mind he can yeah, too yeah. um but at the same time you know probably and probably in the past like you think if you keep on asserting your opinion like eventually then <laughs> where am <I'm> out, <at>, right <laughs> right but that's not really it's it's not a good way to do it and it's not a good way to be at neutral right. so that's right Mm-hmm. Yeah. um to keep on asserting. <laughs> and you,
1: you mentioned that you kept processing uh, which takes time by the way, uh commitment to that. What uh you're you're seeking God's will and he's he's going to get you the answer which he did. And it's kind of cool that he used a non-believer and you knew that's the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Um and you were uh I got it, you know, because it's a spiritual thing. right? Uh, and he can use, and we keep saying this, he uses a million different ways mm-hmm. to do it. Yeah. And it's fun to experience. But as you're processing, uh, what did that do just for your marriage, for your intimate relationship between the two of you as you approached it this way, given even you started out with a disagreement? You have any thoughts?
4: Well, I think it just continues to reinforce that God works. He's put us together for a reason. Yeah. So, you know, for Him, speaking to both of us and then having that work together is a way better way to do it. And the neutral is just, I think that was the most life changing thing for us that you, things can just be neutral and you can just be wanting God's will and wanting to hear the Holy Spirit. And if that's in place then
1: You're gonna get there.
4: You're gonna get there because Mm -hmm. it's not me trying to say I want this or him saying I want this. It's just Well it
2: truly puts you you on the same team again.
4: Right. And I think
2: that's such an important thing when we're in the middle of any kind of disagreement is to remember that's our person. And that is a gift, you know, our spouse is a gift that God has given us to confirm his will and we want right. to be able to be on the same team as we pursue his truth and his best yeah.
3: right yeah yeah that's that to me is is the key for for our relationship is that you know we're we're moving into this interesting stage that we keep talking about about the fact that our our kids are out of the house now we we have a, a different step in our life where yeah. it's been I would run our businesses and Tish would take care of all of our kids yeah. and and we would pass in the night just Talking about what was going on, and now it's like this incredibly fun unity where the two of us are working. I mean, the two of us are running our our wedding venues, yeah. and for, for and she's not overly excited about cybersecurity. She doesn't think that that's very <laughs> very interesting. I find it incredibly fascinating, um, but for her to. Um, have a desire and an involvement in that process is super exciting to me. Yeah, and for us to be able to work together in hearing God's word in the future growth of that particular business was very motivating to me. Yeah, so it was very unifying in
1: our conversation yeah, for sure. Beautiful. Well, we're um, uh, we can hardly wait to have you back and uh, share you know more more of the story. And uh, I know you're part of a group uh, we've talked about there been given a kind of a big assignment about uh, processing some remnant things and um, it'll be fun to see how that plays out. And I know you guys just have joy just doing that together, you know, and so it's kind of fun. Cause I think your question that you raised up at the very beginning, what would it look like if we hmm. all are following God together? And I think you're starting to see some of that, what God says, well, let me show you. And particularly we can see the excitement the love, the joy in your hearts, um, mm-hmm. and we can testify to that, that we've seen that transformation, you know, mm-hmm. and what a thrill it is for us to, to watch and experience with you, and thank you so much, you know, for sharing, and, and uh, Kathy, we'd love to have them come back, because they're going to have more more to their story that we would love to mm-hmm. hear and uh, experience, and uh, more of the joy, as you can, you can express, uh, you can see it, that uh, their, their adventure is stimulating, uh, exciting, and they're full of the the life of God and what a, what a privilege it is to to be. Thank you so much. Uh, for thank being you. Thanks for letting us join you, yeah. it's been an honor. Yeah, it's gonna be
3: great.
2: Yeah, thanks for sharing and thank you for joining us everyone. I hope you found today's uh, broadcast just encouraging and as a beautiful reminder of the gift of our spouse. and. Um, what it is to have that other person in our life to be able to go to unity with and with other believers and just discerning God's will and what a blessing that
0: is. Okay. So,
2: Thanks for joining us, have a great day. All
0: right, we will see you soon. Thanks. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All For Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments